You are listening to Media Sales Mojo. My name is Philip Gabbard. And I'm Dave Burke. Thanks for joining us today. This is the podcast for broadcast media sales professionals. And Phil, I got to yeah. tell you, I got to tell you, my friend, I am burned out. I am. What's just, going on? Like a lot of people in this business, I feel like I'm burned out, man. This, and this is a problem with, with uh, folks that are in our industry and, and in a lot of industries, people who feel burned out. This was a question that came to us, by the way, from our ask us at mediasalesmojo.com yeah. email. We had an email from a, a listener who asked us to kind of address how do we handle it? How do you handle feeling burned out? I thought it was a great question because, I mean, this was somebody who heard our conversation and just said, I love what you're talking about, but can you do me a favor and just talk about burnout? I, I responded to it. I, I, I'm sensitive, sensitive to it, and I think it's important for us to cover. You know, there's there's going to be signs of burnout, and obviously this person wrote back and just said, hey, I'm experiencing this. But yeah, there's there's physical signs, and there are events that happen that kind of underwhelm you and overwhelm you and cause us to maybe lose mm-hmm. you know faith or heart it could be from the management side it could be from the personal side it could be your spiritual side it could be your could physical be your, side it could be your family um, because it's you know so much work goes into what you're doing right so you know i've dealt with a quite a few interesting and in situations over a 22 year span of station management. And I've had to recognize and work with people with all different kinds of issues that happen in life. And that's mm-hmm. that's just it. And I, I think key point number one that I'd like to share is that a, a level of communication about and, and openness, if you can certainly find an element of trust in where you are able to communicate that something's wrong, if you are recognizing it in yourself that you are burning out, that I think there's an element of communication that is that needs to be carved out mm-hmm. and that you that can feel like a safe space. Like I can tell somebody almost anything because sometimes this is private. Sometimes this is embarrassing sometimes you mm-hmm. know the source that's causing your burnout you've you know your your spouse has lost their job or you're going through a divorce or there's some other event that is is causing this burnout at the same time you're receiving pressure at work or pressure from some other unnamed source at any rate the key thing is being able to have a safe place to be able to communicate it because what i've seen happen negatively is people that don't communicate and these things blow up into something much greater where as a station manager we might have to make a decision based off of the only thing that we can and that's the information that is presented to us or the information that we observe and we might not be able to unmask what the true source is other than how the symptoms show up to a station manager mm-hmm. is either underperformance mm-hmm. or somebody who's cynical or domineering or uh, emotionally not present. But yeah, all of a sudden the attitude has changed. It can you know? be horrifying. And, and, and I'm, I'm ultra sensitive to this because I've seen it so many times. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm just really endeared by the person that reached out to us and said, hey, I love what you say, guys, but can you help me? Well, this is a very stressful job. There's no question about it. You'll have, you know, your highest highs and lowest lows, and sometimes you'll do it in the same day. Yeah. And so, you know, to, to your point earlier, it's not for everybody. Um, and even the best of us get a little frazzled, and we don't want it to get to the point of self being self-destructive. So right. I think some of the things that, as you mentioned, 
that if you are feeling burned out, if you feel like it's starting to come on top of you, you know, the things to look for, some of the signs are being cynical, like you said, feeling exhausted, you know, just really tired, being a little bit detached, feeling a little uncaring about how you're doing or how the team is doing. That can domino into a negative attitude toward your coworkers or other people that you're working with. And I think the to me, the the most troubling part of this self-examination is if you're feeling a lack of accomplishment or if you're yeah. feeling ineffective at what you do. Yeah. You know, where you, you, you're sort of in that self-analysis mode. And you're thinking, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm not any good at this. I'm not hitting budget. I'm not, I'm close, you know, what do they expect of me? And I'm breaking my neck and I'm exhausted. And I just, though, you know, one dominoes into the other into the other and all of a sudden you've got these signs of burnout good managers as you've done phil will recognize that and offer some counseling and some you know some um some uh, one-on-one safe space talk where you can say hey what's going on you know this this isn't like you i there's got to be something going on and uh and try to work through it uh to to get this person back conceivably there was a reason that you hired them in the first place it's a reason the reason that they were successful in the first place try to get them back to that space i think you know we have awakened after 30 years of doing this stuff dave that maybe a young manager or a young account manager might not have that luxury just yet but there's that old saying you know things get better when you get better i certainly believe in that i think training and and things that somebody who is experiencing burnout can do they might want to go back and train maybe that's why they're listening with us today dave you know that that they needed to i don't know have some kind of uh, something reshuffled in their mind about what I can focus on because some people might have a bad problem that they're trying to forget about by and then say all I need to do is focus on work right so Mm -hmm. there's unfortunately sometimes where there's not a path of clear communication between an account manager and a manager and I don't and it happens in any department or you know there's just when you find no workability or no safe space what do you do and i think that's really where we're going to have to do a gut check on why are we in this or are we doing anybody any good by staying in this game because it's never ever ever going to get better unless it's addressed and these things just don't go away at all they're like traffic tickets they just <laughs> they'll come back and find you. And it is a very important thing to really get a clearing. So if that's time off, if that's stepping away or, or resigning the position, I don't care what it is. There's nothing more important than the person being whole and complete before right. they get out and start doing this job. Because the best account managers are those that have that energy so imagine if you will that you have all cylinders pumping that family is great and health is great and your spirituality great and your work environment's great what that looks like as possibility doesn't exist i mean those are you know to get all of those cylinders pumping might be a very rare configuration but you can only Mm. imagine if all of those systems were perfect and operable how wonderful your work experience would be so that might be a goal but if you're not there 
it certainly needs to be addressed. Yeah, and you mentioned this briefly a little bit earlier, and I think for me to be able to really address these things on the burnout side that how, of how you're feeling, I think sometimes you have to take a step or two back and really talk about your purpose of being there in the first yeah. place. It's It's not just to do the job. It's not to you know, make a budget or sell, you know, 15 clients a month or whatever it is. For me, my purpose is to help people succeed. And being able to really see that clearly can help you overcome some of these issues that you might see as week-to-week, day-to-day roadblocks that seemingly appear insurmountable and can lead to you starting to go down the path to burnout. But if you take a step or two back down that path and say, what am I really doing here? What makes me happy about this job? Well, the creativity really makes me happy. Mm -hmm. Being able to see my clients succeed and watch their business grow and watch their family benefit from that while my family benefits from it at the same time is really fulfilling to me. Right. Okay. Okay. So if we can talk about purpose a little bit, um, I, I think that's one way to kind of mitigate some of that. Right. I, I just wrote in my notes while you were talking, don't succumb to pressure. And I think there is something there like where we are trying to perform to some other standard other than what we might feel is natural for ourselves. Look, as a manager, I am going to set you know certain expectations for people. We We are in the growth business. We are in the growth business as an advertising agency, as station groups and vendors, I understand everybody's in a growth mode, but why can't we take that same investment in ourselves and grow individually, spiritually, our family values, our, our whatever it is that really floats your boat? If you could just focus on the things that you like, work on your strengths and forget everything else. I've, I've worked with people who were unbelievable creative talents who couldn't sell anything to anybody and still had a pretty decent career in this business because they could create good ideas. The smart thing is, is follow that passion. If you are not good at cold calling, and we've talked about cold calling on a show or prospecting, but you will have you know, certain undue stresses because of your inability, we can manage those weaknesses but focus on your strengths. Anybody can get out of balance. Things happen in our lives. I think focusing on what we have ownership of and what we do well and communicating that out to our coworkers, whatever. Um, you know, some of us get to this position where we don't want to talk about anything. It's private. I got it. We internalize things. No, 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 no. 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 You can't let it fester. It will blow. It will blow Mm -hmm. up on you one day. And And all of a sudden now you're dealing with anger and anxiety and depression and and real mental health issues Mm -hmm. when you might be able to mitigate that. One of the things that I've recommended to people that have been feeling like they are questioning their decision to uh, to, to, to do this job or work in this career field, go see some good clients. Go see people who like you. Go see people who are successful because yeah, of you. Get a win. Yeah. So that you can feel that sense of accomplishment and that sense of effectiveness from somebody else coming at you. Yeah. I, and, and we've all got them. So revert back to them. Go spend time with them. And I think that can help you um, 
maybe with a, a bit of a change of attitude. Also, you know, to, like you said earlier, take a break, get away from work, take a vacation, take some time off to refresh and renew and kind of rethink about this is the reason I got into this in the first place. Um, I, I know for me, if I start to get overwhelmed or start to feel like I've, I've gone too long without a break, man, that is really important to me. I come back recharged and, re- and ready to go. That made me laugh, Dave, because I, I instantly thought of like, uh, I saw a quote the other day. It says, uh, if, you're a, if you're the smartest person in the room, you are in the wrong room. Uh, yeah, <laughs> right, right, exactly. And we've all had, you know, I don't know, the term, you can just, those negative people that you like, you become something that everybody tries to, you know, walk around, you know, they go out of their way by two cubicles not to go past your office because they don't want to be around that negativity. So most of our listeners can understand that, you know, they want to avoid negative people. Right, you just don't right. want to be that negative person, and and people that their 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 spheres are out of balance, they might come off as being negative, and that that is why people that things just aren't working for you. There could be a hundred different things, but again, when we start working on the core, the you, everything gets better, not instantly, in time, but that's where we have to begin our work. We need to acknowledge it. It does take a level of vulnerability. That means I've got to peel back the layer and Mm -hmm. say, look, I want to come off as strong and that I got this, boss. At the same time, you're hurting. That's inauthentic. Those are ingredients for Mm -hmm. breakdown at some point where you're not going to be the best you. Well, and having that relationship with your manager or your manager's manager, somebody at the business that you can confide in who's in a position of authority to help you to alter the way you're working even temporarily to get you back on track to get those good feelings again uh i i was coaching a a salesperson just a couple of years ago who was in deep trouble and uh was couldn't close business was feeling terrible about himself was not making budget month after month you know we had to put him on a on a plan because I don't know how much longer we were able to, we were going to be able to go. And we really drilled down and, and uh, got to the core of some things. He started to close some business and get some wins. And all of a sudden, man, he just turned completely around and it was just all of a sudden he was billing a ton of money because he was feeling successful. He was feeling accomplished. His confidence was high. So it was just that, that sense of self that really was getting in his way. And, you know, it took a couple of months to work through it, but we but we worked through it. And it's kudos to the relationship he had with the sales manager at the time yeah. that they worked on that together. I think that's really that's really critical. To yeah, because sometimes a manager might, you know, say, hey, look, so-and-so's not working out and we're going to pull the trigger on this guy and our gal and, and, and let them go. And that I just think is is just chicken shit. I think it's you know it, it, it's an option, but it's got to be a last option. I think you know somebody that's got so much investment or time under their belt, and something goes wrong in their life, is the first court course of action is to help remedy the situation and let's get back in balance. Yeah, if you can do it, and and if if all else fails, get professional help. That you know I always want to let that be part of the equation. If you need to go see a therapist or whatever because it's gotten too far down the road, do that because, you know, your mental health and your ability to be uh, successful 
uh, are really the most important things for me as a person running a station or overseeing a, a staff. That's the most important thing for me to make sure that our people are are healthy and uh, and successful. Yeah. Well, Dave, um, I don't know about you, but I'm certainly feeling a lot better. I am. Nice pep talk. Yeah, well, thanks. I'm glad we have this kind of relationship. <laughs> I, 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 I'm going to ask for a hug real quick. Okay, there you go. Virtual hug. <laughs> well, good conversation, great talk, and thanks for a contribution from a listener who said something really important. Like, we might not have covered this topic for a long time, if at all, but you know, somebody heard us and, and responded, and I think that's an invaluable contribution to uh, Media Sales Mojo. So, again, Again, thanks for those comments. If you have questions or comments, please write to us at askus at mediasalesmojo.com. Ask us at mediasalesmojo.com. As you can see, we respond and we respond quickly. So again, thank you for listening. My name is Philip Gabbard. And I'm Dave Burke. Thanks for being with us today at mediasalesmojo.com. We're trying to get you ahead and keep you ahead in your business. So thanks for listening and good selling. listening to Media Sales Mojo with Philip Gabbard and Dave Burke, two of the media industry's most experienced and creative media sales trainers, coaches, and thought leaders. Follow Dave and Phil socially on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Media Sales Mojo and sign in to receive your month's sales mojo message full of actionable, teachable, usable, and doable media sales tips and training to increase your sales mojo. Send your questions anytime to ask us at Media Sales Mojo and don't miss a Mojo Minute. Subscribe and never miss out on your Media Sales Mojo podcast. Happy selling.